This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out-of-home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at Vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. It's that time of the day where we talk about public affairs and try to have a good time doing it. My name is Adam Ritz. Jay Baker is joining me on the phone. Jay, I'm excited for this event uh, that you have coming up. And right out of the gate, I wanted to talk about uh, the comedy show that you're part of uh, with the charity angle. What? Uh, well, first of all, hello. How are you? Well, well, I am doing <laughs> great. I, <laughs> I absolutely am. And I'm uh, very pleased that you brought this up. This is a fun event uh, that I have been asked to help support. And the organization is called the Brownsburg Older Adult Alliance. And it's basically a charitable organization that tries to create, uh, you know, some togetherness things and some support and help for older citizens. And, you know, when I was 20 or 30, Adam, I would have maybe brushed this off and thought, well, you know, how important is this? But as I get a little older, I'm thinking to myself, I really want to help as much as I can. Are you, (laughs) you know, it's kind of like when you turn, uh, is it 55, the age uh, where you become a member of the AARP? Uh, yes, that's did, the running did gag, you, isn't did it? Did you turn a certain age and become a member of the Brownsburg Older Adult Alliance? <laughs> <laughs> I have not been asked. No, there's a couple of answers. I haven't been asked, but uh, probably the funnier answer was I could never confirm nor deny. But uh, I'm sure I'm in the age demo where I would probably quote fit right in. May, you know, may, in the next the next few years, they will be recruiting, and uh, you may get a letter from the uh, older adult alliance. So that's cool. That's just so cool. It's a comedy show. Is uh, is there some quirky, cool uh, name for the uh, night? The comedy comedy night out or something like that. It just is. They're just billing it as a comedy stand-up night. And this started with a uh, broadcaster that you and I have had the good fortune of working with. I mean, the guy's a, a real fire plug of a guy. And, uh, you know, he. I think he has a very good heart. I've always felt that way. And this is his hometown. And uh, I'm sure that he's worked with this organization for a long time. And he said, hey, let's just put together a night, a funny night. Uh most of the guys that are on the bill of this thing, while they are comical, I think it's going to be more of a storytelling evening, which I think actually will lend itself to a more entertaining format. I think it's going to really be good. Yeah, there's some radio personalities uh, performing, uh, podcasters, and uh, the gentleman you were talking of, I'll go ahead and say his name, Rob Kendall. Uh, he is a, a friend of ours, a friend of mine, and, and I think he's uh, an incredible broadcaster. Um, I, you know, he's, he's probably got some great funny stories to tell. Um, oh yeah. He's made me laugh in the past. Absolutely. So, um, let's get the uh, information out for people that uh, are in the area that can attend this event and, or donate to the broad Brownsburg older adult Alliance. Uh, do you have the website off the top of your head on how they I can get do. Tickets? I, I am looking right at it. It is B Berg. O A A dot org. So if you could picture B Berg O A A is all one word, 
org. Got Their it. website has a link. And the show is uh, May 21st. Is that uh, n- next Saturday night? Uh, May 21st is coming up, is it not? Yeah. Yes, I think it's a, a couple of weeks from this upcoming Saturday. It's, so. uh, it's a Saturday night, yes, May 21st. Uh, you know what? I'm going to try to go and bring the microphones and we'll set up a recording of uh, the Adam Ritz show and try to talk to all the uh, participants and uh, get more uh, information out about the Brownsburg Older Adult Alliance. I think that's a great charity, a great foundation and organization because so many uh, efforts are not for that demographic. I mean, you're talking about, uh, uh, we always talk in length about child pediatrics, uh, chi- um, child cancer awareness. Uh, pediatric. I was trying to think of pediatric cancer. Excuse me. Right. Uh, we talk a lot about um, you know breast cancer. Uh, you talk about uh, homeless and hungry, but we really never really hone in on on the elderly as a as an or, as a group of people that need support and help. Uh, and I, I I find that pretty fascinating and uh, inspirational that uh, there is an organization that is out there just to help. Um, our elders. And you've got to respect your elders, Jay Baker. That's what I've heard. And as I become more elderly, I demand that you uh, pay homage. I I mean, Jay Baker (laughs) demands respect because he is elderly. I need respect, (laughs) darn it. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, I'm looking forward to this event, and you can go there and get tickets. And uh, I think it really will be a fun evening. Bbergooa.org. Bbergooa.org for more information. Now, this leads right into my uh, first story I wanted to talk about today uh, when you're speaking of elderly, and I'm sure you probably heard about this this week. There's a man in Brazil who just set the world record for working at the same company. Uh, Do you hear about this guy? His name's Walter Orthman. He's 100 years old. And he has worked for the same textile company. It's called Indria, uh, Industrious Renew. He's worked there 84 years. He started working there when he was uh, 16 years old. That's just an amazing story. <laughs> 84 oh my goodness. years old. Um, no, no, I'm sorry. 100 years old. He's worked at the same company for 84 years. So just think about Man. the job you have right now, wherever you're listening. And could you work there for 84 years? That is unbelievable. And here's a fun fact. He only got two raises. I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Would that be great? Wouldn't you you be uh, asking to talk to your uh, superior if if you only got two raises? You got a raise over 84 years. Every 42 years, you get a raise. (laughs) Uh, According to Guinness World Records, Walter Orthman, 100 years old, has worked for this textile company for more than 84 years now. The record-keeping organization said Orthman began working for the company in January of 1938. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Uh, it is. And uh, you know why he stayed, Adam? The Christmas holiday parties were extraordinary. He, he's seen he, some Every changes. year. He, he, yeah, that Christmas, par- <laughs> the office Christmas party in, uh, in 1939 was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, you can't be doing uh, what you used to be able to do back then now. Uh, I did some quick math here. And... You know, I know we didn't adjust these numbers for inflation or compound interest, but if you make forty grand a year 
and you get a 3% raise every year, that 3% is $1,200. And $1,200 times 84 years is just over $100,000. So even if you just got the minimal raise uh, and don't even adjust for inflation or compound interest, uh, you're going to be up towards about $150,000. So uh, I got to believe that... uh, that uh, Walter Orthman here at age 100 has got to have some sort of retirement. <laughs> you would think. Well, and I'm fascinated by because, as you well know, with companies, typically uh, you'll get a couple of weeks paid vacation, very nice, very generous from the company. And then if you're there for like 10 years, they may up it to like three weeks or four weeks. You know, how many weeks vacation do you get if you've been working there over 80 years? They it'd be worth looking at their HR policy. Yeah, because <laughs> if you work at a company for five years, you work your way up to three weeks vacation. And I think uh, I was at a, a, a company for about 10 years once, and I think they capped it at four weeks. So you, you okay. get four weeks vacation, you couldn't get any more. They should write in there just as a, as a lark that if you're here for 50 years, you get three months vacation. And, yeah, they up it just a little sweeten the deal. If you're here for 80 years, you get seven months vacation, just just as a lark. And then old Walter would be sitting there going, hey, I've been here 84 years. I get seven months vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Walter. Oh, uh, well, good for him. That is a great story. And hey, I've got a – oh, go ahead. I, I was just going to – I have one more quick uplifting story. Uh, if you have one that connects to Walter, go ahead. Oh, no, it just, you know, I saw a story, too, of somebody celebrating their 100th birthday by skydiving. It was the very first time uh, this lovely lady from Florida, her name is Ramon Sullivan, celebrated her 100th birthday. She told her friends that if she got to triple digits, she was going to jump out of an aircraft. Uh, She was a nurse in World War II. And on her 100th birthday, they took her up in the airplane. She jumped out, and she said that it was exhilarating and scary, but she said she won't be going again. But a very interesting uh, story for Ramon Sullivan, who celebrated her 100th birthday by uh, jumping out of a perfectly fine airplane. Now, would you rather jump out of an airplane or work at the same company for 84 years? Both of them sound (laughs) terrible to me. Both are terrifying. (laughs) Both are terrifying. Uh, Yeah. When you're 100 years old, a lot of what what you're doing and what you've done is just terrifying once you're that old. Uh, Here's the uplifting story I saw in uh, the world of baseball. There was a home run hit in Toronto by New York Yankee Aaron Judge, and a Toronto Blue Jays fan, uh, a gentleman, caught the ball, caught the home run ball, and you know he's a he's a, a Toronto fan, and he catches this Yankee home run. It's in Toronto, and he's not really that excited about it. He's just kind of looking around, and he finds a a kid that's wearing a Judge, an Aaron Judge shirt. And with a Yankees hat on, and he gives the home run ball to that kid. And the kid, like, broke down in tears and hugged him. It was such a beautiful moment. Isn't that great? With everything that's going on and all the arguments and each side of the aisle and how everyone's divided, it was great to see 
a Toronto Blue Jays fan and a New York Yankee fan uh, have that uh, really special moment uh, at the game. Did you see any of that video? It's really cool. Is I it- didn't, but that is a great story, and it just shows you, uh, you know, the camaraderie of sports fans and the fact that he found a kid with a, a, you know, that player's shirt on. I mean, how great is that? Yeah, the kid was like an arm's length away. It wasn't that hard to find him. And um, I'll put a picture of there. There's an image I found of the kid hugging him. Uh, the kid's crying and. Uh, all the fans are standing around smiling. It's so cool. I'll put the pic- I'll put that picture uh, when, no, we, that when we post this episode on the website uh, in podcast form. You'll be able to see the picture I'm talking about at adamritzshow.com. Now, this young man, uh, it, the story continues. The uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, the New York Yankee Aaron Judge uh, met with the young man and uh, thanked him for being a fan. And so this thing went viral, and uh, a lot of the News outlets across the country were reporting on it. So this young man's kind of, he's getting his 15 minutes of fame. All no, right. that's great. No, that's that's one of those. I'm with you. We hear so much bad news. I needed to hear some good news today, so thank you. That, and you know, it's, it's the opposite of, there was a story about 10 years ago, I think, where um, a kid caught a foul ball and like, a grown woman next to the kid, like, grabbed the ball out of his hand. Do you remember that one? <laughs> yes, of course. It's and, sports fans. Yeah, sports fans. They can be nuts. They can be tender and emotional. You never know what you're going to get at the stadium you go you to. You never so, do. So beware. All right, it's the Adam Ritz Show, underwritten by Vibonomics. And uh, Jay Baker's, uh, you know, not quite a member of the uh, elderly community yet. But uh, <laughs> we appreciate your uh, efforts and your the world of comedy to bring uh, money and awareness to the Older Adult Alliance in Brownsburg. Um, what else is happening in your world? Well, you know, it has to be said, you and I have committed our lives. We're like superheroes for public service. It has to be said. Now, un- uh, sadly, they've identified that there are not dozens, but hundreds of fake Ukraine charity sites. So we've always said you got to be careful. I think it's great the way America gives the way that it does. And we give generously whenever there is a legitimate need. You know, we've always talked about people that give generously to the Red Cross when we've had a a natural disaster and how people just reach out. Obviously, there's a number of people that would love to help the people of Ukraine, but you want to make sure that you're doing it through a reputable site. I think Adam had probably the best overview I've ever heard. If somebody reaches out to you might be legit but then it very often might not be because they're reaching out to you absolutely that uh one-way communication if they reach out to you you have no way of knowing where they're calling from if you call them you know who you're reaching out to uh in fact i I don't want to be paranoid but um that little bit of advice works with your bank uh the irs uh tax accountants, uh, attorneys, if anybody calls you and says you owe them money or they're a, they're a credit uh, organization and they're looking for uh, payment on a credit uh, or a lien against you, um, you know, don't just give them all your information and your social security number on the phone. Uh, get their name and organization and tell them you'll call them back once you vet them. I, I just yes. did that last week and I probably sounded like um, an idiot. 
I'm 99% sure it was my bank, but my bank called me about verifying uh, my business uh, bank account. Right. And they asked me my, you know, my address and are you still at, and they, and they didn't say my address, but they said, are you still at the same address? And I said, yes. And they said, what is that address? And I said, I'm not going to answer that. Uh, right. And she said, okay, that's fine. Um, you know, I said, I'm not comfortable answering these questions. I, I'd rather find out exactly what arm of my bank you are and call you with these answers, because I'm not just going to give these answers over the phone to somebody that called me. So, and, and sometimes when you're, when you're comfortable is when you let your guard down and answer those questions. So once, you know, you see your bank's uh, caller ID on your phone, once there's a friendly voice on the other side that names your business and maybe says a few things that, that you would assume, uh, okay, this really is my bank since they know the name of my business. You'd be surprised what these scammers and hackers go through to make you think they're legit. Um, I just heard a story yesterday, as a matter of fact, in the office. Uh, somebody watched a documentary on uh, hackers and scammers, and they showed how easy it was to get somebody's information. They called a bank, said they were um, a name that they weren't, and had sound effects of a baby crying in the background and said, I'm a new mom. I just, I'm so flustered right now. I can't remember my, my password or my PIN number. And the bank gave the number to this person. So, yeah. so don't just assume when you hear the baby crying in the background that this is a legit call. Get their information, go online, find the .com of the real legit organization, find the customer service number there, and then call them back. That's- and. Uh Maybe yeah, and if some... somebody if somebody cleaned out my bank account, there would be a real guy crying in the background. So I think you are absolutely correct. You know, that's double maybe check. Maybe the best part of of this story is <laughs> like you're asking me, Adam, why are you not giving this bank person your information? Because there's only. $47 in that bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I was cleaned out. It would cost the hackers and scammers more money to download the baby sound effect to steal my $47 than it would be. Oh, yeah. The, so The hackers and scammers spent five bucks on the sound effect. They got into your bank account, and boy, were they surprised. They didn't even get five bucks. They, they didn't even break even. <laughs> they didn't break even. But yes, we do have a website which uh, bears bookmarking because you may have to go and check, but it's called charitynavigator.org. Charitynavigator.org, all one word. They are probably the handiest at quantifying exactly how legit these charities are. And, uh, you know, it just goes without saying, obviously, the Ukraine situation is near and dear to a number of people's hearts. And, uh, you know, this is unfortunately you have to give with your mind, not your heart, just because we don't want you to get scammed. Because instead of mm -hmm. that money going somewhere to, you know, help somebody, it just goes into some crook's pocket. And that. I don't know about you. As I get a little older, that really makes me mad. It does. It makes me mad. And um, just for kicks and giggles later, I'm going to go to CharityNavigator.org and, and look up the Jay Baker Foundation and see <laughs> what a scam it is. See what a scam that is. <laughs> <laughs> I was scammed. Somebody said Jay Baker needed help. And, of course, that was apparent. There's no question about that. 
Hey, here's we've always said that, uh, you know, raising money can be fun. This is happening this weekend in Pittsburgh. East End Brewing is sponsoring the Pedal Pale Ale Keg Ride. And this was created by the owner of East End Brewing, Scott Smith. He's made a special trailer to haul a keg on the back of his bike. <laughs> and they're doing this this Saturday. After two years, this ride had been shut down uh, due to the pandemic. They expect about three to 400 riders. They'll go about 8 to 12 miles. Now, you'll love this. They always go to a mystery location, which is kind of what makes this ride fun. Uh, and as Scott has said, the owner of the uh, brewery says, look, I can't pedal up too many hills or pedal very far with a 170-pound keg on the back of the bike. We're not going that far, you know, so it's kind of, a, it's kind of just a fun ride. Uh, and all the proceeds will benefit Jeremiah's Place, which is a housing and support charity for children and families in need in the greater Pittsburgh area. That is uh, awesome. Um, Jeremiah's Place in uh, the Pittsburgh area. Uh, and you mentioned it's about a 10-mile ride, and they go to a secret location. I can assume that that secret location is downhill. It is downhill. Yes. <laughs> you, yeah. I, I'm glad you said the keg weighs 170 pounds because I the first thing I was wondering is how heavy is a keg? I haven't picked one up in 25 years. They're heavy. and They're very heavy. Did they have to use metal and soldering irons to rig these bikes or is this uh, really – are they just dragging some well, pound keg behind well, them like just well, got married? <laughs> yeah, thankfully, it's just the owner with the keg because can you imagine if they made everybody ride with oh, a keg man. on their bike? I thought everybody it, had a keg. Here's a surprise twist I that mean, you're not going to like. You know, people in Pittsburgh go hard. <laughs> I thought everybody had a keg. Okay, it's one guy. So he's like the Pied Piper. Everybody's going to follow him. Everybody uh, follows him, and he said that this year's secret location you're going to truly enjoy. So that's what we've always talked about. It, it, it makes raising money fun. And I would assume all laws will be obeyed. You are not allowed to imbibe uh, alcohol and ride your bike on a city, streak, uh, city no. street. That is drinking and driving or operating a vehicle uh, while intoxicated. The vehicle is the bicycle. It's street legal, so you've got to follow all the laws. Uh, don't uh, if you follow a, a, a guy dragging a keg on his bike ten miles, <laughs> don't have a drink until you stop. That's right. Just uh, hold off until you stop. Hey, uh, here's a final note. Uh, this is the first time you know you and I, as as the pandemic starts to ease, we start doing more things, but we connect with this show telephonically. So. Uh, I've been kind of just about anywhere. I think you have been, too, when we record this show. Uh, but I noticed uh, here at my alternate office that there is an amazingly crusty first aid kit, which is the primary first aid kit for the office. <laughs> so let me just say, as a public affairs worker, uh, that you might want to update your offices or homes first aid kit if it's gotten particularly old that is such a that's something that nobody would really think about i'm so glad you brought that up that first aid kit uh think about how many offices had one that was kind of old anyway in yes. in march of 2020 then the world shuts down your business closes for a year 
that that first aid kit certainly didn't get younger during that year. No. Businesses opened back up and uh, throughout 2021, and here we are in 2022 now, and that old crusty first aid kit is still sitting there that needs updated. That is such a great idea and great point. I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, I'm going to go search out our first aid kit here in, uh, at the radio station and see uh, see how terrible it is. I, and, and you notice I didn't say, see if it needs updated. I said, see you already how, know. Yeah, I said, see how terrible it is. <laughs> if the contents say something about saving lives during World War II, please update the kit. You're you're down to three band aids and a half a bottle of Bactine. <laughs> You've got to update your first aid kit. <laughs> Bactine, you know that, that cures everything. So, you know what's a first aid kit without an updated bottle of Bactine? Yes. But uh, yes, and then, of course, as we head into these warmer months, it's great to get out and enjoy yourself, take a walk, stretch your legs. That's all good. Work out in the yard. Good, beneficial. You'll find it uh, soothing to the soul. But do remember, with warmer temperatures comes the possible exposure to the sun. And you do want to be aware if you're out in the sun for more than about 20 minutes at a time that you really want to take a thought process about uh, long sleeves and uh, also uh, sunblock. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and sunblock is another thing that you need to update as well. I was going through some uh, items in our home, bumped into a couple of canisters of sunblock, good that we have them but both of them had been outdated so uh you know it's a good idea to make sure that you know that you do have a current recent sunblock product to apply to expose flesh great idea sunscreen usually comes with an expiration date on the bottle so go ahead and get your sunscreen out from last year and uh, try to find that date and uh, don't be be afraid to go uh, purchase new sunscreen. Here's a little trick I do. Uh, I'm a I'm real outdoorsy uh, during the summer months, and I don't mean like I, I'm not like this um, incredible hiker. I don't go to you know Mount Olympus and and scale the uh, cliffs. I don't do any of that. But I, I'm outside a lot, whether it's yard work like you said, long walks, uh, working out. Um, uh, bike rides, uh, beach time. I love I love being outside. Love the sun. So I do purchase a lot of um, sunscreen, and one thing I do is I try to buy it uh, a little at a time all through the year because when you are with your family and there's four, five, six of you, and you're going to go on a vacation and you're going to be outside for a week, it's expensive to buy you know, a hundred or a hundred and fifty dollars worth of sunscreen all at once for the trip. Yes. So if you just buy, you know, one can, one canister of that spray uh, sunscreen is like ten bucks, maybe thirteen bucks. I've seen some of them for eighteen or nineteen bucks. So just buy a couple of cans here and there through the year, and uh, you only have to eat, you know, ten twenty bucks at a time, a couple of times here and there, and you don't have to you don't have to spend all that money all at once. Uh, but but for sure, don't be afraid to put on that long sleeve T-shirt and look like a moron on the beach. I've done that <laughs> dozens of times. You'll see. Well, if you see me on the beach in a long sleeve T-shirt and a hat, that means I got way too much sun the day before. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, you know, we always say you might be a little, you might feel a little goofy protecting yourself, but protecting yourself just makes good sense and. Uh, 
we do an entire skin cancer awareness show on the Adam Rich Show. So we won't go into that in depth, but uh, it's just a really good time to think in terms of some strategies to protect Mm -hmm. yourself. And I'm a big fan of the oversized hat, which is kind of come back uh, as a a summer wear. So, and you can go camo if you feel aggressive or any color or any style or design, but big old hat you would have thought looked goofy more people are wearing them you know my mom has the greatest huge hat that she does not want any sun on her and we've got about a minute left here jay and i wanted to wrap up this episode by uh tipping our huge sun hats to the moms out there it is mother's day weekend uh so i just personally for me want to say happy mother's day to my mom she's uh 80 years old now lives in florida she's got that huge hat on right now i guarantee it <laughs> no that's great uh, yeah so stay safe mom stay safe to our moms um uh, I know uh, my kids, their mom is going to have a great weekend. I, you know, my uh, Melissa, her kids, uh, just Mother's Day is a, is a tradition uh, to really sort of kick off spring, even though there's several traditions, including uh, March Madness. You've got the Masters, but Mother's Day is one of them where you can just you buy a, a potted plant or some flowers for your mom. And you know that uh, springtime is here, and it's it's time to uh, get outdoors, put that huge hat on, put on some sunscreen, and, and know you're going to have several great months uh, in front of you. Father's Day is coming up, so think about me and Jay when uh, Father's Day hits. <laughs> yeah. uh, Start shopping now. <laughs> so uh, thank you for listening. Uh, again, catch this show in podcast form uh, on the website, adamritzshow.com. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics Audio Out-of-Home Marketplace at Vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on-demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit AdamRitzShow.com. 